times that like to listen. So we we try to do that recording there. But um, we have about two weeks before revival with Brother uh, Jamie Holcomb. And so um, Teresa's going to be out for those two weeks. Uh, and so anyway, Sister Sheila and uh, all the ladies may be contacting you to help out with different things so we can get things <laughs> trying to get them spiffed up before revival starts. And also during that particular time, if you would take some time, extra time out to fast and to pray. Pray for souls, Amen. reviving, refreshing, right. amen. For uh, the fire, amen. Cause we're, the old farmers would say, we're coming down to the short rows Time's wrapping up. Things are looking bad. We need to be looking up. Amen. Amen. When things are all look like they're terrible, that's when Christians begin to shine. Amen. Shine. And so I appreciate the Lord. Appreciate His grace and His mercies. And uh, appreciate the opportunity to be able to pastor. Um, the Lord has overall helped me quite a bit over the last about 12 months I've I've recovered some ground that I've lost pray the devil's trying to fight me on a few things now in my body wise okay I'm gonna tell you that some things about going back that's not an issue huh it's the stumbling blocks that he tries to put in our way now okay and uh, let me tell you something. He knows how to put some in there that are, are uh, doozies. <laughs> you think you got it all figured out? You think you got it all under control? Y'all remember whenever John David was, before John David was born, I'm really and truly, you know, this is, this is sad, but really and truly, I thought that my patience was just, I'm just about as patient as Job was. <laughs> Until John David came. And I'm going to tell you what. We had gone several years between having, a, let's see here, my, my middle boy was how old, Teresa? I think he was seven or eight. Seven or eight. And then all of a sudden we got another one in the house waking us up in the middle of the night, you know, and, and crying and... Ooh. I realized I needed patience. Amen. And so I'm still realizing I haven't made it yet. And I want the Lord to work out and exercise everything that's in me, every uh, fault, every failing, uh, every... Uh, David said, Lord, you know, examine me. If, see if there be any... What was that? Wicked ways. That's the word I was looking for. If there be any wicked ways in me, I don't want that. I want to make heaven my home. Amen. So here this uh, this afternoon, this evening, seeking the Lord for our services here. If you would, uh, I'm going to have several scriptures here this, this evening. But we're going to start with uh, Ezekiel chapter 33. 
Ezekiel chapter 33. I love the Old Testament prophets, which are actually the New Testament prophets, because that's what in the New Testament they preached out of was the Old Testament prophets. Amen. But uh, I, I appreciate the Lord. And uh, let's come down to verse 31. When you have it, say amen. amen. And they came unto thee as the people cometh, and they sit before thee as my people. And they hear thy words, but they will not do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but their heart grow, uh, goeth after their covetousness. And lo, thou art unto them as a very lovely song of one that hath a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear thy words, but they do them not. For they... Hear thy words, but they do them not. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we do thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that your word, it will enlighten us. It will show us where we stand with you. And I thank you, Lord, that your word is a reflection. And when we look into that mirror, Lord Jesus, we begin to understand what kind of man or woman or child that we are. And I pray, Lord, help us, Lord, not to look into the glass and just go away and do as we want. But Lord, instead, let us be mindful of your words and let us allow you to work in our lives to mold us and to make us into your image that, Lord, we might reflect your love, your light, and your power of salvation in this dark and wicked time. Bless us, Lord. Bless these, uh, these feeble lips, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You know, um, if you can hear me, just raise your hand. All right, thank the Lord, most of us can hear yeah, all right you know hearing is a great gift that's given to us from the lord what a wonderful sense he gave to us to be able to hear Amen. you hear the raindrops on the metal roof huh and so um to be able to hear the wind rustling in the leaves, the gentle lap of the brook, the smoothing wave, waves of rain on a tin roof. I didn't realize when I wrote some of this it would be raining. <laughs> to hear voices singing a sweet melody, instruments playing, to hear laughing and children playing. What a wonderful gift God has given to us to be able to hear. And this, uh, this gift, this great gift, it's a, it's a pleasure that has been given to us to be able to hear because it's more than just a function. 
but it's a gift and it's a pleasure given to us by the Lord himself because it is an important function that we might hear him. You get that? We're to hear him, to hear his word, to hear what he says. Amen. And when I was uh, playing basketball as a young boy, my coach used to have this saying. He said, uh, there is a difference between hearing and listening. Hearing and listening. Now in the English, hearing means the facility or sense by which a sound is perceived. I'm sorry, Brother Ron. I eavesdropped on some of your conversation here tonight. And uh, he, uh, he leaned over to Ricky and said, I heard him say it, but I couldn't understand the, the number or something like that. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's what hearing is. You hear it, but you don't quite understand it. And uh, so hearing is the facility or the sense to hear sounds uh, you know, that's perceived or the act of perceiving sounds. I know uh, personally of people who have hearing problems. Yeah, I have a little bit too. Anyway, but uh, I know some that have hearing issues and they say, you know, and they're really, they're, their worst time is on the telephone. Said, I can hear them talking, but I cannot understand what they are saying. Uh, some folks, as they get older, become really good. They can understand you as long as they can see your lips moving because they have gotten to where they can slightly read, you know, lips. And so that's hearing. Now, listening means to give the attention with the ear, to attend closely for the purpose of hearing, to, to give ear, to pay attention to heed to, to obtain the information required, the information needed, to, to listen. And so we need to be good listeners. Not just hearers, but listeners. Um, I, I've gotten bad whenever I, I work around or doing some, I'm sorry, menial, repetitive, thoughtless type thing. I like to hear something in the background. You know? Uh, I like to hear voices sometimes, you know? And so sometimes I'll, I'll call myself listening to a storyline, but at the end of it, I can't remember what it was about. <laughs> it's just playing in the background. I'm just hearing the noise of other people. And so uh, in these scriptures that uh, we gave right here, the prophet Ezekiel, a man after God's own heart, a man who, who uh, you know, gave forth his word. He, he is, uh, he's giving God's word in these verses, 31 and 32. It said, And they come unto thee as the people cometh. The Lord's talking to them. They come unto you as people cometh. And they sit before thee as my people. Huh? And they hear thy words, but they will not do them. For with their mouth they show great love, but their heart goeth after their covetousness. 
their gain, their what they can get out of it. Did you know there are some that come to church to hear the latest gossip about the people that they know about? Come on. Huh? There are some people who come and... Uh, I, I'm sorry to say this, but there are some people that I know of personally that somebody in the church tried to blackmail them because they saw them or heard them say something or do something that wasn't perfectly acceptable to other people and they tried to blackmail them. Come on. I can tell you how to get out of that. Just confess it before everybody. Amen. Amen. Never be blackmailed for it. Amen. And so um, uh, here it, he's talking. Ezekiel is talking. He said, um, but their heart goeth after their covetousness. What they can gain. What they get. And then he said, and thou art unto them as a very lovely song of one that hath a pleasant voice. Some people don't like loud preaching. Some people don't like hard preaching. Some people say it's too loud. Some people say, I can't hear you. Some people, you know, only like the soft type. Come on. That's what we're talking about. Do we go to a church because of the loud preaching or the sound of it? Or are we listening to what they say? Oh, folks, listen to what others say. Listen to what other preachers say. They will reveal their heart to you while they are preaching and while they are talking. They'll reveal it. Oh, this is one of those statements that I just I can't hardly get over. You know, we're all sinners and we all sin all the time and, and we can't have... I'm thinking, and you're behind the pulpit? I don't want something like that preaching to me from behind the pulpit. I at least like somebody that's trying to live for God. Amen. Trying to be holy. Amen. Sanctified. Set apart. I don't want no less lep leprous person preaching to me. Bullet County is known for a lot of things that aren't very good. Of course, our doctors and hospitals are one of them, Jerry. But anyway, and of course, we all have our favorite doctors, you know. But uh, I know of at least three or four churches that they voted the minister out because of child molestation. Listen. Look. See. Allow God to speak to your hearts. Huh? And so, they are, uh, he said, they, they come uh, unto them and they listen as if it's a very lovely song, a pleasant voice, uh, one that can play on an instrument. You know, they just come in to hear, oh, that person can sing so good. I'm, I'm going to tell you, some of the best preachers I've ever heard preach before, as far as having it right down to, been married three or four times. Come on. Huh? 
That's what my pastor told me too one time. He said, <laughs> he said, he said, it's amazing to me, Brother Jeff, how somebody that's been in double marriage, triple marriage, can preach so good and stand behind the pulpits like they do. Come on. Y'all with me? I guess, I hope you're listening. I think that's what you're doing, listening. Amen. Said in the last of those verses, they play well on the instrument for they hear thy words, but they do them not. When we find a man or a woman, amen, that is proclaiming the word of God, we need to listen to their words. Uh, I, I appreciate our church. I, I hope you do. You know, we've been trying to preach it straight and right for a long time. I hope you're listening to what we're saying. Okay? And so, these scriptures are pointing out that many are hearing but not listening. They like these different sounds. Listen to what Jesus said over in Matthew 7 and 26. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine... Don't just be a hearer now. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine in Matthew 7, 26, and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Our generation, the generations that are under us right now, seem to have fallen, uh, grown so comfortable with the Gospels, with the preaching of God's Word, to listening about the, the uh, saving grace of Jesus Christ, that they have become apathetic to it. They can listen to it and go right out and commit their sins. Brother Mike uh, Switzer one time preached in our little church uh, when we had the storefront. He said it was something to the effect to go to hell from a place like this. Talking about people listening and then going right out and doing their own thing. And I know all of us in here would be saying to ourselves, I don't do that, Brother Jeff. I don't do that. I hope you don't do that. I hope you don't do that. Let me get a few more scriptures before I preach to you some more about this. Matthew 13 and 19, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receiveth the seed by the wayside. You know, through the years I've heard people that'll say, I just don't understand that. And you go through and you explain it to them. I don't understand that. Okay, well let me do it this way. Do you understand this? I'm just not getting what you're saying. A lot of times in yours and in my heart, the reason we don't understand is because we cannot fit our circumstance or our personal beliefs or biases into the Word of God 
and make it so that we feel like we can come out on the other end. You understand that? Huh? And so therefore we say, I don't understand. We don't understand because we don't want to understand. We don't understand because if we begin to understand, then it's going to cost us something. It may cost us a job. Maybe we're, you know, uh, uh, not... Maybe you're, you're, and I don't think we got this in here, but maybe someone's a liquor salesman and they realize by the preaching of the Word of God, they're going to have to get rid of their job as a liquor salesman to serve Jesus. And they make a lot of money as a liquor salesman, huh? Or, or maybe, you know, maybe there's other situations going on in our lives that, that we just cannot seem to come to the place to say, that's me there in the Bible. Murderers, liars, adulterers, thieves, fornicators. Come on. It is our human nature, our fallen human nature, to try to you know, work it out for Brother Jeff. Or to work it out for you. You understand what I'm saying? And so we're talking about hearing or listening. I did a quick search. If you uh, search for the word listen in the Bible, you will only find it one time. But if you will go to that word, listen, and see what the Hebrew word is for it, which is talking about our listening, what we're talking about, it's translated in our Bible as hear. Okay? So when it says hear, it's really saying listen, perceive, understand what is being said. Amen. Listen to what is being said. I think it was uh, uh, in the Old Testament, it was like a, a 11 or 1,200 times in the Old Testament that word hear, which means to listen. And so we need to try to understand and put ourselves... Maybe that rich young ruler, maybe he, he would have gotten saved, but he just didn't understand. I think he understood. And that's why he went back. Okay? He understood exactly what Jesus was saying. And that's why he went back. There's a lot of people, they come to church, they start church here for a while, they go for a little while, but then they begin to hear, and after a while... They go. Why is it? Because they can't justify what they're doing with what we're preaching. I don't know about you. Who in here, I, I know Jerry doesn't want to, but who wouldn't want to go to a doctor that would lie to you and tell you, oh, go on home, you're in good shape. There's nothing wrong with you. Huh? Neither do we want him to tell us you know, that we got a whole bunch of stuff wrong with us, and that not be true. You know, just trying to make it. 
But I want a doctor to tell me the truth. Am I dying, doctor, or am I living? Huh? Have I got a chance of pulling out of this or do I not? Come on. And likewise, why would we go to some church or some place where they'll lie to you? You're okay. You're going to make it to heaven. Oh, you're a good saint of God. I'll be honest with you folks. I don't know you at your homes. I don't know everything going on with you. I know you by what I see you present to me here. <laughs> Teresa had an interesting phone call yesterday. And uh, somebody that they've been... It's a business relationship, but I don't know. It just never seemed like a business relationship. The things have been so good. But there came a little cross. And it was like, who is this talking to me? Huh? Giving Teresa a very difficult, hard, unrelenting time. It's like, whoa, who is this? Huh? Where'd that nice, safe, sanctified, easygoing person go to? You know, where is that, huh? I remember one of my pastors years ago, and I, I'm, ta I'm preaching about hearing and listening. Uh, pastor, he was, uh, he was very, very good friends with the sheriff in Bryan County. And Bryan County came up and found he had been doing some things that was illegal. And so my pastor went and, uh, and testified for him as a character witness. Now, unless you and I know each other a lot better, don't call me to be a character witness. Because I will say something to this effect. Every time I see them, they're so sweet and kind. But I'm the pastor. You get that? Right. Huh? That's right. When I was back in, uh, in the business world, uh, I was in the business world and still pastoring. I remember a time or two, uh, different people would come in and they'd be swearing and all that kind of stuff. And so anyway, I'd end up going off into my office somewhere or another because... Just because. And that person that was swearing a lot of times would show up in my office. Mr. Butler, Mr. Butler, I am so sorry. I didn't know you were a preacher. <laughs> and you know what I said to him? He hears you all the time anyway. It's not a matter about what me, what I hear. It's about him listening. <laughs> what? I don't, I, yeah, he was convicted and sent to jail, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, Brother Butler was highly embarrassed. So, and that's not this Brother Butler that was, he's passed on. And so anyway, I'm talking about hearing and understanding, hearing and applying the Word of God, listening to the Word, you know, there's a lot of things I gave up when I got saved. There were sin. I knew there were sin. 
I knew that I couldn't keep doing those things if I was going to live for him, for, live for Jesus. And so I laid them aside. There were some things I didn't realize was sin that came along a little later through different preaching. Uh, people would preach different things. And I'll be honest with you, I did like a lot of y'all. I'd go home and I'd say, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But eventually the Lord knocked on my shoulder and said, there is something wrong. You better listen and you better obey. It stunned at my growth, Rebecca. I couldn't seem to grow anymore. I got stopped right where I was at. You know, because I would not obey. We must love Him and obey Him. Luke 16 and 31, And He said unto Him, unto him If ye hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded though one rose from the dead. You know what he's talking about? He's prophesying his own resurrection. If you're not going to listen to Moses and the prophets, uh, over, that's Luke 16, 31. If you're not going to listen to them, you're not even going to believe me when I rise from the dead. Come on. But Brother Jeff, if we had more miracles, if we saw more moving of the Holy Ghost, if we saw, no, you would not. Look at the children of Israel. For 40 years they were under the fire at night and a cloud by day. Manna six days out of the week. Amen. Uh, a rock with pure, clean water following them as they traveled through the desert. Amen. And they still would not obey. And so we're going to have to do more than just say, I'm hearing you, Brother Jeff. We need to go on. Yes. James 1, 23, verse 20, uh, 23 and 24. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, If any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like uh, unto a man beholding his face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Yes. Come on. We need to Look into that mirror. I don't like <laughs> I don't like looking in the mirror at the house. Come on. Huh? That little bit of hair. This face. I never thought my brothers looked very good. And when I look in the mirror now, I see my brothers. I'm thinking. Oh my. Huh? I try to forget that. But you know what? I want to see what I am spiritually. Right. Yeah, yeah. This right here is the mirror. This is God's Word. And this shows us exactly what we are and how we are with all the warts, with all of the lines, with all of the lack of hair, with all of the scars, everything that's in us. Uh, we can see that through the Word of God. 
And there are some things we can change and some things we can't change. Right. You know, I don't want to get into all that. You know what that saying is. But anyway. Uh, but uh, don't forget what you are. Amen. Yes, we are saved. Yes, we are sanctified. Yes, we are purified and clean and filled with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Yes, we are God's children. But oh, don't forget, you're just a few steps out of Canaan land. I'm sorry, out of Egypt land. Amen. You're just a few steps. Don't forget what manner of person you are. Zechariah 7 and 11 but they refused to hearken and, and pulled away the shoulder and stopped their ears that they should hear. My title of my message tonight is Careless Hearing. Careless Hearing. Since I was a young boy, I guess it's something that goes on, went on with my family and all that. We used to like to listen to somebody say something and then say, did you say and change what we heard just a little bit, you know, that would make it funny. You understand what I'm saying? Later on, I've had different ones come to me and say, Brother Jeff, so-and-so said that they were something really bad, evil. I said, oh, no. And they said, yeah. And uh, come to find out, they needed hearing aids. Come on. They needed hearing aids because they did not hear what they thought they heard. Okay? And so we don't need to have careless hearing. We need to listen closely to the Word of God. It is better for you. Jesus said, it'd be better for you to go into heaven lame and halt than for you to allow some part of your body to hinder you from serving God. Amen. And so likewise, if that means your job, if that means relationships, if it means uh, where you're at in life, if it means churches, amen, you need to make the right changes yes. so that you can make heaven your home. Zechariah 7.11, one more time, but they refused to hearken and they pulled away their shoulder and stopped their ears that they should not hear. This is also the progressive sign of somebody backsliding. I have seen when people begin to refuse to hearken, then they begin to pull away their shoulder. Now, I'm not talking about Sister Linda because Sister Linda can't, but these other type people, when they're beginning to head that way, they might have been really able to help us do things in the church. And, uh, you know, they had the shoulder under the burden, helping us with the burden. But you know what they do? They pull that shoulder back. And they're preparing to make a leave. 
2 Timothy 4 and 4. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Got to stick with the Word of God. If this says it's okay, then it's okay. But if it says this is an abomination, this is not right, you can't do this, shouldn't do that, don't do it. And on some of those things that people say, well, but it's not an exact commandment. Are you really going to take a chance with your soul thinking, well, you know, if the Lord asked me about it and it wasn't right, then I just tell him, well, Lord, I, it wasn't a commandment. How's that going to work? It's not going to work. <clears throat> Teresa, come get us a song. I want to come back to... Uh, James 1, 19 and 20. James 1, 19 through 20. My last scripture for this evening. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Here's the thing. Well, you know, it's all right to get mad sometimes. It's all right to give somebody a piece of their mind. Come on. Well, the next verse of James is James 1 and 20 says, For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Come on. You may feel justified. You may feel it's all right. But it is not all right. Okay? We should be, what does it say there? Swift to hear. Slow to speak. Slow to wrath. Amen. And so, of course, it doesn't say not to have wrath. But I'm going to tell you, if you have wrath, it had better be the Spirit of God. And if it's so, it will be approved by God. But a lot of times when I've gotten mad, I got mad today. I about wanted to put something out of existence. Teresa and I have always had trouble with the storage containers. Anybody else in here? Huh? Can't find the lid or you can't find the bottom, whatever. So we we just gone out and bought a bunch bunch of new ones, you know, with those the glass, so you can heat them up and and uh, just stick, you know, down there. <sighs> Ten or twelve minutes, I fought on a little old thing about this big, trying to get that thing closed on it, and finally I said, Teresa, help! Huh? I wanted to drop that thing, kick it, take a sledgehammer to it. But I figured I'd do the best, better thing than that. Take it back and get a credit for it. 
And so, uh, but you know, the raft of God doesn't work. It doesn't help. And I want to be easy to hear the Word of God. Amen. Folks, I've been living in holiness a long time. Some of you have been too, and you've probably heard all kind of preaching. I've had heard some awful preaching. Come on. But you know, in some of the very worst of preaching, there's been times the Lord will send a word through that. Amen. And there'll be some little nugget that I need to hear. And if I hadn't got mad at the preacher, I wouldn't have gone home and prayed it through uh -huh. about what he said because it was so crazy. I know what he was saying wasn't in the Bible. But it was. Come on. Still didn't like the way he preached it. But God got it in my heart. Amen. Careless hearing. Let us listen to God's Word. Let us listen with precision. And uh, I appreciate those that take notes. I just wish I had a mind that I could take good notes. You know? I can take notes, but then I can't read them later on. Or then I can't understand the uh, sh shortcuts that I make with them. And I don't get the... It just... But you know what? We still need to listen attentively. Aurora, you know how I know somebody's listening? When they're on the edge of their seat and they're looking at me like... It's all right. I know y'all are listening. I hope. All right. I hope something's been said here this evening. Let's stand across the house. I want to make the altar call this way. There... Is there something that you've heard preached that you've heard taught that rubbed you the wrong way? I want to ask you, can you listen to God's Word? Can you hear it? Oh, let me tell you. God's Word, when you read it and take your time and read it and say, I understand what that's saying. It's going to cut you to the quick. But is there something that you've been fighting? I don't know about you, but I don't want to fight God. I've never prayed, Lord, change this verse for me. Lord, change this teaching for me. Instead, I prayed, Lord, help me to yield and to allow you to fit me into your pattern. Help me, dear Lord. I believe he'll help me. I believe he'll help you. But you're going to have to be honest. We're going to have to repent. And we're going to have to do things God's way. So come, let's seek the Lord. Let's search our hearts. Let's draw nine under him.
to hear 